John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And this is John Kilchicka. This is the High Gain Podcast. High Gain Podcast. Yep, we're going to talk about guitars. Guitars, yep. Uh, maybe we're going to talk about beverages. Beverages, too. And where are we recording from, John? Beautiful West Seattle, Washington, Ed. Great. It's a nice day. We went for another walk today. It is a very nice day today. Yep, yep. It was pretty pretty bad this week, but, you know, yeah. I think people like the weekly weather update from West Seattle. I think so. I think we've been getting a lot of feedback to yep. keep up the weather updates because we're like old men and we yep. talk about yep. the fucking weather. Oh, my, my bones are <laughs> aching. Yep. Must be going to rain. Yep, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's a real fancy, pretty guitar you got there. That is a very fancy, pretty guitar indeed. Yep. Yep. I bet you can go up real high on the neck. I bet you can get to about that 24th fret, no problemo. Beverages. Oh, man. Yeah. What do you got today, John? What do I have? You know what? Yeah. I went with an old classic I haven't had in a long time. Just, yeah? Just kind of felt like it. Right. Normally, I reserve the 7-Up for right. uh, oh. if I'm feeling ill. Yeah, you get like the stomach, upset stomach. You uh-huh, have a little 7-Up. Uh-huh. That's very old school of you, you know. I bet your mom did that. You know what else I like 7-Up with? Seagram's. Fuh. Do you go to the, um, is it Tran Brothers? Tan what? Brothers. Tan, Tan Brothers. Tan went, Brothers. Went there just last night. That place is great, and it's really inexpensive. Because you're not paying for manners, that's one thing. <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> Jeez. But, you know, 7-Up is a pretty normie. You went pretty normcore today. I did go normcore. It's a good beverage when you're going real corporate. Corporate beverage. Yeah. Really? I think that they are owned by the Mormons. Is that right? 
This is produced under the authority of Dr. Pepper slash 7-Up Incorporated. Oh, okay. Warren Buffett owns a controlling interest or like a huge part of Coke. Isn't that right? Is it? I don't know why I know who owns controlling interest in major corporations in America, but I do. Or I think I do, and then I just state them as fact. Especially with the beverages, you cannot be too careful. We were drinking the, the what do you call it, beverage? <laughs> the, 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 with the dude, groping pilots and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, the, the gropey pilot the, beverage. The, the LaCroix, yeah, a nice the, pamplemousse. I had a nice pamplemousse one day, and then the same day, news breaks that yep. this dude's groping dicks. Yeah, we were sitting I here drinking perv water. Perv water. Yeah. <laughs> right. So exactly. we've tried to be more careful in the yep. interim. I got a Seattle kombucha company. Oh, oh. Uh, non-alcoholic and refreshingly probiotic. Oh. I got the OMG flavor. Really? Orange, mango, and ginger. I'm going to try some. Oh, this is great. Is it? That one time we got kombucha and had kombucha shots. Uh-huh. And they were those, like, cayenne ones. Remember that? I thought it was pretty good. They were firebangers. We had a guest that day, did we not? Was that the Brady episode? It was. Poor Brady stuck in Oklahoma wondering why we're uh, coughing up half a lung. (laughs) Right. There have been a couple of beverages that I would not put in my mouth again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. As far as things to put in my mouth hole, there's a couple that I'm not into. This, Ed. Yeah. Is a Paul Reed Smith. PRS. PRS guitar. Yep. I'm going to tell you all about (sighs) PRS guitars, Ed. Yeah. This particular one is from the Artist series. Can I just give you my initial impressions? No. I'm not into it. Why not? You know what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to go out and buy a Mercedes. It's just not a car I'm going to drive. It's got four wheels and you can drive it around and it costs $90,000 or whatever for a basic four-door sedan. So the PRS is too fancy for you. It is a Mercedes. If that's your thing, ostentatious displays of wealth and extravagance, mission accomplished. Gold hardware, little fancy birdie boy inlays. The one aesthetic detail that I think is cool is they kind of carve out the tone controls and actually recess them a little bit into the body. I think that little aesthetic touch, that's kind of cool. By the same token, I'm probably not going to buy like a Gretsch White Falcon. It's just super ostentatious. True. That's it. That's my impression of the Paul Reed Smith. Not my thing. I have a very similar impression. So let's dive into the guts of this thing and see if anything it does or sounds like can shed light on that impression. Look at me. I'm double fisting over here. I got a coffee in one hand and a Seattle kombucha company in the other. I've also got a bag of licorice all sorts from Husky Deli here in lovely West Seattle when we were up by Thunder Road. Uh, maybe a feller could have a couple of those. Oh, maybe? you want some licorice? Yeah. Yeah. It's very old school. This is like old school licorice. Viewers, Yeah. I want you to know that you need to be very careful with your licorice intake. It doesn't make your pee weird or anything. What does it do? Monica, my wife. Your lovely wife, Monica. She went on a licorice jag once. Oh, I'd do that. She loves the salt licorice from Sweden. Not into that. A Swedish relative sent her a bunch. Ugh. So she was eating the hell out of it. She starts to feel like her heart's pounding. Non-stop licorice consumption? Yeah. She goes to the doctor. Yeah? Well, your blood pressure is elevated. And so in trying to figure this out, the doctor asks her, have you by any chance been eating a lot of licorice? <laughs> That's weird. She says, well, yeah. Why? 
apparently it raises blood pressure. Huh. Yeah, so I want you all to be very careful. Be careful, guys. Paul Reed Smith. Yeah, the dude. These guitars are named after a dude. What's his name? His name is Paul Reed Smith. No! Is Reed his middle name, or is it Reed Smith, like, with a hyphen? Reed is apparently his middle name. Okay. R-E-E-D. That's right. Paul is P-A-U-L? Yes. Okay. You want to check me on Smith? (laughs) Okay. We can call him Paulie. Paulie. He's born in Maryland. I don't know much about Maryland. You know what they have down there in Maryland? Blue claw crabs. Okay. Take these things out of the water. Yep. Their claws are blue. Sure. Delicious. Ugh. Not into it. He's born and raised in Maryland, Paul Rootsmith. What's he up to these days? Oh, he's doing all kinds of stuff. Still banging him out. Very much with us. Great. How old is he? He, What year was he born? 56. He was born in 56. Yeah. Young man. 62 years old. Yeah. That's great. He loves guitars and guitar manufacturers and all of that stuff. He follows Leo and follows Ted McCarty and follows him on Twitter and you know, like, Facebook. So, yeah, in '56, sure. Follows them around. Yeah, that, physically. The stalker laws were quite lax. Okay. He stays in Maryland for college. Goes to a place called St. Mary's College. Okay. 1975. He's a sophomore there. Is uh, that a Catholic school? Maybe. He's studying math. <laughs> That's cool. Liberal arts. Yeah. Okay. While he's there, he decides to approach the head of the music department. He was born in 56? He was a sophomore in 75. 76 is a bicentennial. Is it? For whatever reason, I was real patriotic. He approaches the head of the music department and says, Hey, you know, if I were to attempt to build a guitar, would you look at it and maybe give me credit for it? Yeah, sure. Build a guitar, I'll look at it. Had he built guitars before then? Never built. Really? Yeah. Just wanted to learn how to do it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So he did it and got the credit. Okay. What was that design based on? Strat SG are the two closest variants there. That's what he was thinking at the time and kept thinking through the development of all the PRS stuff. He knew that people love Fenders. Mm-hmm. He also knew that people love Gibsons. Mm-hmm. If he could hit it somewhere in the middle. Oh, really? Yeah. And his personal favorite? Les Paul Jr. Yes. Wow. Did you catch that, viewers, that I nailed Paul Reed Smith's personal favorite guitar? Yeah. Uh, So he gets his four credits and uh, proceeds to drop out of college. (laughs) (laughs) I love this guy. College? Yeah. Did that first guitar have birdie birdie inlays? We do not know. We could maybe ask Paul Reed Smith. Listeners, big news. We've got Paul Reed Smith on the phone. Yeah, hi. Hey, Paul. What's going on? Oh, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. It's a little little noisy. Oh, great, great. Yeah, it was, uh, uh-huh, you're right. <laughs> okay, so there were birds? Yeah, everything you say is right. Great. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he starts doing that in his brother's apartment. Oh, He goes great. to live with his brother, and he's like, hey, you know, mind if I turn, like, half this apartment into a guitar shop? And his brother's like, yeah, all right. I'm suddenly becoming a fan. If this story continues on the trajectory it's on right now, I might go buy a Paul Reed Smith. Wow. (laughs) I appreciate that, Ed. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So he does a bunch. He makes a bunch of prototypes. Yeah. And he thinks that what he wants to do is license them. Okay. He wants to license the design. He approaches Ovation. Okay. Kramer, Guild, Yamaha. Is this like still 75, 76? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. They all say either no, or they want too much of a cut, too much of an ownership in the design itself. Okay. What's our guy Paul do? Starts a company. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm going to do it myself. I wonder if there are some 76 to like 
80. Prototypes? Yeah. I'll bet those are cool. In 85, he founds Paul, Paul Reed Smith Guitars. 1985. Mm-hmm. You were a junior. Yes. I was a sophomore. I'm younger than you. I think the viewers know that. I think yeah. they can just tell. Yeah, they can hear it. They yeah. can hear the inherent <laughs> decrepitude in uh, most <laughs> things I say. Yeah, and that I'm like a little kid. I'm yeah. like a little, yeah. little little cutie guy. Yeah, Eddie. Yeah, little Eddie, little baby Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. I went to a Christian school. <laughs> wow. <laughs> My freshman year... Maybe there was alcohol involved or something, and then maybe there was this discussion that, like, maybe Eddie should get a little bit of the Jesus beat into him. No, thanks. So I went to this school, and they did not kick me out. They just told me I couldn't come back. One year. I made it a year. That's great. A non-zero amount of Ed Peterson's current religious thinking has a lot to do with going to Christian school for a year. Amen. (laughs) Amen, brother. Yeah. So he founds a company. He founds a company. Okay. And he decides, I got to go to NAM, North American Musical Merchandisers Association. How did he get there? Uh, He probably drove. I don't know. You think he drove or do you think he flew? I don't know what the hell he did. He's in Massachusetts. Maryland. He's in Massachusetts. Yep. And... (laughs) And you think he's driving to California? Yeah, here's why. Because he didn't die in a plane crash, like Ricky Nelson. What year was that? 1985. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. He had two kids. He was 45 when he died. He produces, Paul Reed Smith, 20 guitars. In 85? Yeah. He figures, okay, I'm going to make 20 guitars and I'm going to take them to NAMM. Oh, cool. And I'm going to see if I can't drum up some interest in this. These 20 guitars have become legendary. Okay. They are now referred to as the NAMM 20. Oh, man, that's cool. That's cool, too. Yeah. Like, I'm super into that. Did they look pretty much like this body style? They did. The first iteration of this kind of shape and appointments was called the Custom Series. They were all made one at a time by him. Yeah. And they all had the kind of figured maple top, Mm -hmm. uh, mahogany back and sides, Brazilian rosewood, fretboard. Nowadays. Now you can't have that. Right. Stop tail didn't come until later. He had a tremolo system on it. Floyd Rose designed tremolo? No, that was a PRS tremolo system. Okay. For these custom guitars, he did everything. These tuning machines are designed by him. Huh. The pickups are designed and made by PRS. He wasn't pulling anything off the shelf. You bought one of these, he made 100% of that thing. Wow. So he takes a bunch of orders at NAM, and boom, these things sell out, and people place orders for more, and he's off to the races. 85. We got Ronald Reagan and Gorbachev. People are playing them. People are loving them. Yeah. 1986 to 1990, he starts tweaking it a little bit. Okay. So from the custom series, he goes into the signature series. Okay. He wanted them to be ultimate quality wood grade. It has to pass some kind of high quality bar. It looks like striping on a big cat. It's really nice. Yeah. Maybe a guy like me, I get that thing. I bust out the spray paint can and just go right over the top. And then I bet you got a killer guitar. Okay, so starting in 86, yes. Extremely figured maple top. Yep. The fret inlays are flying birds. Maybe my least favorite part of that guitar is the bird inlays. Basically what I'm saying is I hate well-crafted quality instruments where you can see the quality as a position to take i don't know that that's the hill i should die on also in 86 he brings on a consultant okay he brings on ted mccarty 
Oh, no shit. He brings Ted out of retirement. Great. Uh, and Ted is from... Gibson. Ted mm-hmm. McCarty looms large over the guitar landscape just for his pure design chops. Sure. The wraparound stop tail piece, that's a McCarty banger. Okay. Yeah. So he brings out McCarty and starts picking his brain and showing these guitars to Ted. And they become friends. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. this lasts all the way until McCarty's death in 2001. Oh. We lost him. But he was uh, really into PRS. He, he liked Paul he, Reed. He believed in the guitars. This guitar, yeah, it has tone and volume controls. Yeah, but it has a third control that is yep. a rotary switch. It's a. It looks like another volume control, but it's not. It's not. So, yep. Neck pickup. Yep. Bridge pickup. Yep. And in between, and then one on either side. This thing's got 22 frets. Oh, does it? I thought. Okay. Uh, early on, they had 24. I thought it Way had early on. Like the cut so deep, I kind of thought it was a 24 banger, but it's cut not. Cut so deep. Deep cuts. So in keeping with the time. Yeah. 80s into 90s. Yep. We have opted to go through a turbo tube screamer. Yeah. Yep. We're going to mix that with a little bit of uh, here and now. Yeah, yeah. What do you know about earthquake or devices? I know a lot about them. Okay, Uh, what's this pedal you made me plug into? uh, You're plugged into a earthquake or devices rainbow machine. What should I turn on? Don't turn on the magic yet. Okay, just turn on this thing. Turn on the pedal. Okay. So it's like a polyphonic pitch shifting kind of thing. Hit that magic switch. Okay. That thing. <laughs> John is not playing, right? I'm not playing. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. 91 to 93, mm-hmm. he switches into what he calls the Artist Series. This is actually part of the Artist Series 2. Okay. The, the second phase from 93 to 96. So what's different here? I don't know. The fretboard is rosewood and there's maple binding. I don't know if you see that. I don't like it. It's maybe like, a little much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about a guitar with like mother of pearl bird inlays and like gold hardware and that flame top. So I mean, shit. Yeah. Throw some binding on the neck. Sure. Why not? Yeah. The wraparound <laughs> stop tail bridge. Yep. I kind of like that because it just like makes it feel real solid. Those guys at Thunder Road the other day, yep. we went in there. I didn't know we were going to do this guitar. And they're like, oh, Ed, you should try that thing out because I think they kind of know my my aesthetic. And it's kind of not that. And so I sat there and I, I tried it out. You know, I played it for a little while. And then I look over, and all three of those assholes at Thunder Road are just laughing. And they had been taking pictures of me. <laughs> playing that guitar yeah and they're over there giggling and just you know yeah because they think it's real funny yeah real funny boys yeah this is kind of funny <laughs> by this point i'm eating some more of those licorice all sorts nice yeah so it's about 10 years that the company has been in business is anybody playing these things by yeah. 95 or so yeah yes you mentioned john mayer yeah. would eventually come to these yeah. things everybody yeah. knows that santana loves yep. prs all of yep. that but but in the beginning days... I was thinking Santana, so I don't know who else played them. Let's start with this series right here, the Artist yep. 2 series, yep. 93 to 96. 
Is this Creed? No. <laughs> is it System of a Down? No. Red Hot Chili Peppers? It is not. It's 311. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that makes sense. Because I know how much you like them. Sure. Yeah. This became an international phenomenon, Ed. And as soon as I hear things like people the world over love something, where do I go on the globe? Looking. Uh, 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 as soon Sweden. Uh, <laughs> you were playing a game. You were totally trying to get me to help, and I yeah, fucked it all yeah. up. You know, uh, Mikael Okerfeldt? Is he? He's a Swede. Okay. He's from Stockholm. Oh, okay. He's in the Swedish death metal band Opeth. I like that. I know you do. I kind of like that. I don't think I'm going to be just putting this on to chill out. Oh, sure you are. That song? Yeah. It was called The Twilight Is My Robe. Oh. The other day I posted a picture of myself. Really? Yeah. A, A selfie? A selfie. Oh. Yeah, I think it was me and my pug dog, me and Pepper. And uh, someone on Twitter replied back and said, I legitimately thought you were Varg Vikernes, who is the Norwegian guy in Mayhem. Really? Like (laughs) one of those Mayhem dudes. Wow. You know, those guys, they do church burnings and shit like that. You know, I'm not burning any churches. Amen. But also seems like a weird call out i saw you with that pug dog you're not the church burner guy are you (laughs) it's possible what do i know right you don't worry about you don't worry about what i'm burning you worry about what you're burning 96 and 97 he's going into the artist series phase three three uh mahogany back with exceptional maple top is still the deal where are they all built paul reed smith massachusetts Uh, yep maryland Okay. Yep. Let me ask you something. Yes. You said that thing was designed off of a uh, Les Paul Jr., maybe SG, and Strat. Yep. Do they all have that kind of double cut Strat thing, or are there multiple models? There I think are there multiple are. models. Are those later? That's later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. During the Artist 3 era? 96 to something something? 96 to 97. Jesus. Who do you like? Who do I like? Yeah. R.E.M.? <laughs> Oh, yeah, R.E.M., big PRS dudes. <laughs> yeah. What is going on with the bass in this? Ooh. Ooh. I like that. Yeah, I hate this. What is it? Yeah, that's Incubus. <laughs> uh, you love the... Yeah. We're, we're just heading right down the yep. middle of the road in terms of uh, John and Ed's sweet spot here. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean... We're nailing all the hits. I don't know. The kind of bands that I associate that guitar with are also just so far from what I would like and listen to. I can't think of an artist that plays that that I give a shit about. What is a genre? Shit rock? Could be. Here's some more. Here's some some more shit rock. Okay. Oh. No, this I'm... Okay. Yeah. It's going to go somewhere terrible. Oh. 
very riffalicious. Who couldn't be it? Spoiler, I hate this shit. <laughs> like, I don't know. Wait, I'm going to feel bad. It could be. Wait, pause this. It could be. Uh, tell me who that is. Well, I don't know. That is Chevelle. Yeah. I do feel bad about that. Because I do actually like these guys a little bit. You like Chevelle? I do. But now I hear it, and it sounds very tooly in not a good way. Well, you mentioned them early, so I cannot move on without uh, helping you out here. Ed. Oh, I mentioned this band? Yes. Is this R.E.M.? <laughs> <laughs> Is it Red Hot Chili Peppers? Nope. Is it System of a Down? Nope. Creed. <laughs> it's Creed. Mark Tremonti. Exactly. Yeah. All of the music that you have just played summarizes my opinion of those guitars. Ed Hardy. Did I bring up the Ed Hardy thing at some point in the past? Tattoo artist guy designing some clothes or whatever. The next thing you know, uh -huh. assholes start buying it, and everyone associates Ed Hardy with assholes when maybe that's not exactly fair. So Paul Reed Smith guitars, I just associate them, yes, with like the 311s of the world. It's great. Do more of that. Yep. So now we're up into, uh, you know, the new millennium. Oh, great. Interesting Two little story. You're going to love this one, Ed. Okay. I mentioned and gonged, unfortunately, the uh -huh. fact that 2001, our man Ted McCarty dies. Right. Bringing to a close. The his, McCarty era. His friendship. Okay. And collaboration with Paul Reed Smith. Mm -hmm. I think Paul Reed Smith wanted to do something to commemorate this. Okay. So he did. Okay. He made a fantastic guitar, in my opinion, uh -huh. called the Single Cut. Less Paul shaped, more kind of uh, Ted McCarty appointments, mm. stop tail. I mean, these things are really highly regarded. If you can find a gold top specifically, they sound and look great. None of the like super duper fancy. A gold top, exactly. Like yeah. that's what I was saying. Like uh, if I bought that thing with that fucking wood on it, I would spray <laughs> paint it. It's just not my jam. But a gold top, gold yeah. tops are cool. So 2001, the single cut comes out and it's sure. super duper popular until sure. it isn't because our guys at Gibson. Oh, no. Fucking sued him. Not into it. They sued. Okay. Gibson filed suit, and as a result of that, manufacturing of the single cut ends in 2004. Three years only, it's gone. Okay. So those probably have a collectability. A little bit of a caveat here. Yeah. 2005, PRS uh -huh. appeals it and wins. Oh. So the appeals court dismisses the case. Yeah. Woo! They can make them again. Right. So they're making them again. To this day, people will say, like, well, is it pre- or post-lawsuit single right. cut? Right. Fun fact, kids. Yeah. All the features Yeah. on the single cut, pre right. and post lawsuit, Yep. 100% the same. Uh, Gibson? Yeah. They try to have that case reheard. Sure. In federal district courts. This is Henry era Gibson. This is Henry era yeah. Gibson. Yeah. And it fails. Good. They take it to the Supreme Court. What? Come on. Who wins? I bet Gibson won. They lost. Oh. <laughs> Hooray! Yeah. The system works. Yeah. <laughs> the system, it's flawless. Palette cleanser? What do you know about the band Between the Buried and Me? I know that I love that name. 
the coma machine. Oh, I love that name too. With the piano. Yeah, yeah. It's got that technical precision. A uh, little proggy breakdown. Oh. Yep, I'm not into it. <laughs> oh, you love it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm into it. It plays very nicely. A guitar like that had better play pretty well when you consider what you're going to be paying uh, for it. Yeah. And, you know, when you drive a Mercedes, I bet they're awesome. How come you haven't played any Santana? I just don't like Santana. Really? That's my job, John. Yeah. That's my job to not like bands. Yeah. My job is to be open to everything. I yeah. just, uh, I, yeah. I can't do it. But That's... I can do periphery. Okay. Want to hear a song called Remain Indoors? Oh, I like that, like, kind of rainbow machine Like, you know. These guys have got to be classified in the emo camp, right? This is an emo band. I don't know. It's gotta be. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up, guys. Progressive metal. Mm. Progressive metal core. You're just making shit up now. (laughs) Paul Reed Smith's artist series. They're huge in the fucking progressive metal core scene. Yeah. Yeah, sure. What about Minus the Bear? You like Minus the Bear? Yes, I do. They love the PRS. Yeah. Yeah. Not progressive metalcore. They're indie rock, math rock. Alternative rock, experimental rock, or progressive rock. Not metalcore. They do some super interesting stuff with pedals. His pedal board is bonkers because it's four DL4s that he uses as the looper. And then he has like a couple of the boss looper pedals. Right. He does this thing where he just taps and does these short loops that he turns on and off and he just like taps with his feet it's crazy wow uh at this point they do what everybody else does there are overseas models yep when do they start doing that five years ago i think maybe even a little more than that so they held out for a while though Uh is it a private company yeah do you know it is yeah as far as i know it's still private okay so it's just paul reed smith the dude that's great Is there any more to this Paul Reed Smith story? That's about it. They're still going strong. They're still yep. doing stuff. The new yep. metal progressive couch <laughs> sure. science. They math got it locked. Prog scene. Yeah, they got that thing unlocked. They still love these things. Yeah. Everything you hear, they play amazing. Yeah. But has your opinion of Paul Reed Smith as a company changed any? I like the history that it's a much younger company than I would have thought. You know, I would have thought they were older. I dig that they're just largely still made in the U.S., I think. 
Well, I think that's pretty good for this one. Yeah. Should we get the hell out of here? Yeah, I think so. All right. You've been listening to the High Game Podcast with John and with Ed. That's Ed right there. Yep. Here I am. Where did we get that guitar from today? Thunder Road Guitars. Great. Yep. You guys should go check it out there. Yep. Uh, I spent a lot of time talking about how it's not my jam. If that guitar is your jam, I know where you can get one. ThunderRoadGuitars.com. That's right. Yep. And but, check us, check us, check us out wherever you check us out. Yeah. <laughs> you could do that too. Yeah. Like the Instagram and stuff. We've been really stepping up our Instagram yeah. game. I hope you've noticed. Yeah, yeah. We've, you know, I put some dog pictures. You put some cat pictures. I put some cat pictures. Yeah. Cats and dogs.